Hi folks and uh, welcome to another episode of the Franchise Entrepreneur. Now I'm videoing this obviously but I'm also recording this as a, a podcast. Now a few months ago I done a episode on my podcast um, about property negotiations, negotiating with landlords on retail and on restaurants. Now the market changes pretty quickly. People probably think that it's it doesn't and that landlords are not being particularly helpful or negotiating on rents and things like this. Well, I've come across something that's um, just been, that I've just come across basically in a, in a recent negotiation. So I want to share this with you because it's, it's really important and it's going to give people opportunities that they maybe didn't realise were there. Now, two things I want to talk about. One is how you find these deals and the types of landlords that are doing these deals. And the other one is, is just to explain probably why they're doing them and and a little bit about them. So I'm talking about uh, financial contributions from the landlord to help you on your capex expenditure to fit out the stores. Now these were fairly common probably I don't know seven eight years ago and then they dried up because the demand was such that they didn't have to offer these anymore. They're back. Uh, they're not with every landlord and this is what I wanted to, to tell you about is who is doing these offers and how to how to sniff them out. The landlords that are doing these and the ones that you need to really sort of look out for are particularly the developers. So when I talk about the developers, I'm talking about residential properties that you'll largely see um, or developments and they have an element of retail underneath. Now what you find happens is that these developers are not necessarily, they're all about the residential they're not very good at marketing the retail below. And quite often these locations are new locations. They are not necessarily part of the circuit, i.e. for restaurants and, and retail and things like that. They're a little bit standalone. Now, what has happened over the recent years is, as you know, that the high streets have taken a battering and therefore there is not so much of a demand for the retail units anymore. So they can no longer rely on the private equity guys that are back in restaurants. They're just throwing in restaurants all over the place. That's not happening anymore. Now, there's a motivation for developers to offer these deals. Now, quite often, those units have been empty for, for a while. They may have maybe two or three that they're still trying to get rid of and can't get rid of. It's all part of their covenant. Developers are very keen to make sure they've got 100% occupancy or very close to it. And the reason is, is that, that they have to, you know, they've got a board to answer to first and foremost. Secondly, they've also got their finances to, to balance, but they've got the banks to answer to, or the private equity firms that are backing them, or the lenders, whoever they are. Now, a lot of these lenders, regardless of who they are, determine who they're going to lend to on the basis that, okay, well, we lent you last time, what occupancy have you got? Did you fill that occupancy? Did you just fill the residence, but you've got 10 units below it that are, are not filled and or maybe completely empty? And a lot of that goes towards whether they will determine whether they will lend them the money for the next project or release funds for the next project. So they're very keen to make sure that these, these are fully occupied. It also, when you're talking to a bank, it's no different from if you were going to a bank for a mortgage. They're going to ask you what, what, how much money are you earning? What are your wages? How safe is your job? 
if you're on a zero-hour contract and you're asking to borrow £100,000, I'm not going to give it to you because they've got no security. You can, you've got no track record. You've got no security in terms of, of your salary. And it's the same for property. They will look at it and say, well, okay, look, you've got 100 residents above. Okay, we can see that. We can project that, that money going forward. Or you've sold those, so we know that you can, you can generate that cash. The retail units below, if you've got 10 retail units down there and you have got no occupancy or you've only got 50% occupancy, that's a question mark for them. The, one, do you know what you're doing? Is there any kind of demand for these kind of uh, retail below? And, and secondly, it's about covenant. So, for example, if they can sign up people to go into these retail units and say they're all paying 20 grand each, there's 10 of those units, that's £200,000 a year. But it's a 10-year lease, so 200000 that's £2 million. Now, when you're going to borrow money from the bank, if, you can, if you've got 100% occupancy, that's another £2 million worth of revenue that you can factor into your financing. The bank are not interested if you've given away some rent incentives in order to get those people in. The only thing they're interested in is, have you got these people signed up? How long that lease is for? And how much of that money they can extrapolate forward in order to work out your income and work out how much they can lend you? And that's what the developers are working on. They need it. They need it. This doesn't work for every landlord. You know, obviously there's council-owned properties. You're not going to get a deal from them because they don't have the cash to give you. Developers do have the cash to give you. And like I said, their motivation is different from the council. Private landlords, very unlikely, again, to give you a cash contribution. What they will do is give you rent-free periods. Now, even on rent-free periods, depending on the landlord and your covenant, your strength for covenant, will determine how long you get. Now, developers, there is a balancing act here. They're likely to offer you a cash incentive to help you um, build your store. But the compromise will be that they will probably offer you less in the way of rent-free. And the reason being is that they also, again, coming back to the motivation, they need to show that there is an income coming in. Now, they may negotiate on that. It may be a lower income. You may have a step rent over a period of time. But they were highly likely to want to see that rent coming in relatively quickly so you might only get six months whereas before before you may have got you know with a private landlord you might get 12 months might even get 18 months you have to bear in mind that this isn't just about greed this is about these companies having mortgages and them not wanting to devalue the value of their properties because it affects their lending you know they've taken a mortgage it's like you having a house and then your house becoming worth less all of a sudden you've got a problem with a bank, haven't you? Exactly the same, just a bigger bigger example. So understanding the motivation for the landlords and understanding what landlords are likely to give you these offers. So again, look for new development, but not too new a development, because the problem with too new a development is, is that there hasn't been enough time for the landlord to realise that they're going to struggle to get rid of these retail units. They think they're just going to go straight away. And in some locations, they do. But in a lot of locations, particularly outside of London, these hang around for a long time. So take a look around. Look at these new developments or these newish developments, ones that have been around for over a year. 
and you are likely to find empty units. Now, of course, location is very important depending on what business you do. I'm in a fortunate position that I can look at these because we actually design concepts for locations as opposed to just have our set brands that have to fit into a certain location. So I can have a look at some of these locations and go, well, okay, look, a restaurant's not going to work there. Certainly a quick service restaurant won't work there because it needs footfall. What will work there, though, is maybe a coffee shop or a coffee shop stroke bakery. So I can be quite flexible with that in order to get those deals. And that's one of the things you need to do. If this is one of your first businesses, then don't have a set mind on what it is that you want to do. Take a look at the location and see what will work in that location in order to get these kind of deals. Remember, you could open up one of your businesses for zero. You might get a contribution for £75,000. That's enough for you to fit out your business and start operating it. And it, which raises another opportunity for you. You may just fit the place out, get it off the ground and then sell it. And everything you make is 100% profit then. So you've got a business model there that you could potentially use. So it's very interesting. You know, there's, there's plenty of opportunity there if you know what you're looking for and you can be flexible. These deals are out there, 100% are out there. I can, I can tell you now because I've done two of them just recently. And between the two deals, I've had £200,000 contribution to the fit-outs. In fact, over. Which makes a hell of a difference, doesn't it? It's, a, it's money for, for nothing. And, and gives certainly in my business, gives us an opportunity to create um, brands that we know will fit in those locations. But like I said, you know, these are the ones that you need to look out for. They're not on the high street, I would say, because the high street is a different kettle of fish. You've got a different kind of makeup of landlords in there. You've got all sorts of, you know, council-owned, privately-owned, and you've got some developers. But keep an eye out for those ones that are a couple of years old, maybe a year old. They're struggling to get rid of those units. Be flexible. Know your market. Know your landlords that you're dealing with and know what motivates them. And you should get a good deal. And it's not necessarily about how strong your covenant is either because these guys are prepared to take a risk because they need to get these filled. That's their motivation. So, you know, go out there, strike some deals. Okay, so I hope you found that um, interesting. It's a rather short podcast, but a long video. So do tune in to the, to the next one. And I hope you found it interesting. Please leave reviews. I do look at them and I do take your comments on board and I do try and improve it each time. So thank you again for tuning in and speak to you again soon.